Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Monday, June 27th. U.S. equities closed lower as stocks failed to capitalize on the early momentum from last week's sharp rally that brought the S&P 500 out of bear market territory. The cautious market tone came in a choppy session as investors continued to weigh concerns about recession as the Fed and other global central banks continued to aggressively hike rates to try to combat persistently high inflation. Similarly, Treasuries moved lower on the day after last week's upward movement as yields rose across the curve and the U.S. dollar continued to pare back from multi-decade highs. Crude oil prices were higher in choppy action while gold turned to the downside. In economic news, preliminary durable goods orders increased more than forecasts, pending home sales surprised to the upside. Manufacturing activity in the Dallas region tumbled. In light equity news, Spirit Airlines accepted the sweetened offer from Frontier Group to acquire the discount airway company. European markets were mixed as last week's positive energy moderated somewhat, while Asia began the week on an up note amid a rally in tech stocks. The Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 62 points, or 0.2%, to 31,438. The S&P 500 index decreased 12 points, or 0.3%, to 3,900. And the NASDAQ composite declined 83 points, or 0.7%, to 11,525. In moderate volume, 4.3 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.9 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil rose $1.95 to $109.57 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price decreased $5.50 to $1,824.80 per ounce, and the dollar index declined 0.2% to 103.96. In equity news on Monday, the equity market struggled to add to the positive energy from last week that brought the S&P 500 out of bear market territory after joining the Nasdaq and Russell 2000 in that arena recently. Stocks continued to show some resiliency in the face of high inflation that has forced the Fed to get more aggressive with its monetary policy, as Chairman Jerome Powell reiterated last week on Capitol Hill that the central bank will need to remain such in order to restore price stability. His comments came after the Fed raised the target for the Fed funds rate by 75 basis points in mid-June and suggested more hikes of that magnitude could come, as discussed by Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders. In her article, Fed goes for inflation's jugular with 75 basis point rate hike. Lizanne examines the rate hike and how the Fed vowed to forcefully tackle inflation while conceding the path to a soft landing has become more challenging. Recession chatter has picked up as a result, contributing to the market volatility. Amid this market backdrop, Lizanne notes in her article, Panic is not a strategy, nor is greed. How disciplined investing helps investors navigate through volatile environments. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. And you can read all of our market commentary on our insights and education page. And you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. 
Spirit Airlines, ticker symbol SAVE, said it would accept the latest sweetened offer from Frontier Group Holdings, ticker symbol ULCC, of a cash and stock offer valued at $2.7 billion. The move comes days before Spirit shareholders are set to vote on the deal. The battle for the Florida-based discount airline has intensified over the past few weeks after Frontier Group upped its offer for Spirit Airlines by $2 per share in the wake of multiple increases from JetBlue Airways Corporation, ticker symbol JBLU, in its attempt to acquire the airline. Spirit Airlines and Frontier Group traded lower while JetBlue was slightly higher. In economic news on Monday... Preliminary durable goods orders rose 0.7% month-over-month during May, compared to the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a 0.1% increase and versus April's downwardly revised 0.4% increase. Ex-transportation orders were also up 0.7% month-over-month, above forecasts calling for a 0.3% advance and compared to April's negatively adjusted 0.2% rise. Orders for non-defense capital goods, excluding aircraft, considered a proxy for business spending, were higher by 0.5% compared to projections of a 0.2% rise, and versus the prior month's downwardly adjusted 0.3% gain. Pending home sales surprisingly rose by 0.7% month-over-month in May, snapping a six-month skid versus estimates of a 4% decline and following April's negatively revised 4% decrease. Sales tumbled 12% year-over-year on the heels of April's unadjusted 11.5% fall. Pending home sales reflect contract signings and are a gauge of the pipeline of existing home sales. The Dallas Fed Manufacturing Index dropped further into contraction territory with a reading below zero for June, The index tumbled to negative 17.7 from negative 7.3 in May, compared to the Bloomberg consensus estimate calling for an improvement to negative 5.8. The decline came as growth in shipments and production output decelerated and new orders dipped into negative territory for the first time in two years, while growth in employment also moved lower but remained above the series average. Inflation pressures increased strongly, remaining severely elevated. Treasuries lost ground after seeing some gains last week that put downside pressure on yields as the markets appeared uneasy about the economic implications of an aggressive Fed to fight persistent inflation with recession chatter heating up. Financial conditions continued to tighten amid the uneasiness, and market skittishness was exacerbated by the prospect of the Fed tightening policy amid the backdrop of a slowing economy, which was illustrated by last week's larger-than-expected slowdowns in manufacturing and service sector growth that was reported by S&P Global. For more on the Fed's actions, check out our latest Washington Wise podcast, Fed Gets Aggressive, What's It Mean for Investors?, featuring Schwab's chief fixed-income strategist, Kathy Jones. Also, be sure to follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. The yield on the two-year note was up five basis points to 3.11%, while the yield on the 10-year note rose eight basis points to 3.20%, and the rate on the 30-year bond increased six basis points to 3.32%. 
Tomorrow's economic calendar will offer a full slate, including the S&P CoreLogic K-Shiller Home Price Index, with a 20-city composite expected to have increased 21.2% year-over-year and a seasonally adjusted increase of 1.9% month-over-month, followed by consumer confidence for June, forecasted to move lower to a level of 100.0 from May's 106.4 reading. The agenda will also bring the June Richmond Fed Manufacturing Index expected to increase to a level of negative 5.0, higher than May's negative 9.0 level, with a reading below zero denoting contraction in activity. And the preliminary read for the May Wholesale Inventories Report, forecasted by economists to show a 2.1% month-over-month increase versus last month's 2.2% rise. In international news on Monday, European equities closed mixed following solid gains in the Asian markets as the positive momentum globally appeared to carry over from last week, albeit moderately. The equity markets continued to show resiliency in the face of the persistent volatility and rising concerns about a potential global recession as monetary policies on both sides of the pond tightened to try to cool off festering high inflation pressures. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, offers his latest article, Recession, the Risk is in the Reversal, where he discusses how investors often notice the overall direction of markets and how missed changes in asset classes under the surface could see a shark attack take a big bite out of unprepared portfolios. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. Elsewhere, Russia defaulted on its foreign currency debt for the first time since 1918 amid the severe and widening sanctions placed on the country for its invasion on Ukraine. In light economic news, wholesale prices in Spain rose at a cooler-than-expected clip but remained severely elevated compared to a year ago. The euro and the British pound ticked higher versus the U.S. dollar. Bond yields across Europe and the U.K. were higher. The U.K. FTSE 100 index was up 0.7%. France's CAC 40 index was down 0.4%. Germany's DAX index increased 0.5%. Switzerland's Swiss market index rose 0.8%. Italy's FTSE MIB index decreased 0.9%, while Spain's IBEX 35 index was little changed. Stocks in Asia started the week off in positive fashion, with technology stocks leading the way, as the recent drop in global bond yields is boosting growth-related sectors. However, the downward pressure on yields suggests that the markets remain skittish regarding a potential recession unfolding amid the backdrop of tightening monetary policies in North America and Europe. Meanwhile, COVID lockdowns in China eased further, with officials in Shanghai proclaiming that they have defeated the virus and hopes that the Asian nation could deploy further stimulus measures to help stabilize its economy that has been exacerbated by lockdowns remained. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his article, Recession in China, how China's economy and consumer market has likely slipped into a recession, at least by China's standards. Jeff takes a look at the short-term and long-term impacts of any extended disruption of the lockdowns on consumer spending and business output. In economic news, China's industrial profits shrunk by a smaller-than-expected amount in May amid the rollback in the COVID curbs. 
Japan's Nikkei 225 index rose 1.4%, with the yen continuing to stabilize and trim some of a recent plunge versus the U.S. dollar that has come as the Bank of Japan holds on to its ultra-loose monetary policy. China's Shanghai Composite Index increased 0.9%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index rallied 2.4%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index advanced 1.9%. India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index traded 0.8% to the upside, and South Korea's KOSPI Index gained 1.5%. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will be fairly light, offering consumer confidence data from both Germany and France.